1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA, member FDIC. And in the know, Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com.
2: Vikings vent line right here on Purple Daily. What's going on, everyone? Declan Goff here to take you another edition through Vikings event line with my guys Ryan and Steven here in just a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit of draft. We're going to talk some Kirk Cousins because obviously, uh, talk a little off season moves as well. Very excited to get their opinions and thoughts so far on the Vikings off season. Uh, Vikings event line, of course, airs every Sunday on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. And if you'd like to get in on a future episode, of Vikings Ventline. Shoot me a note. It's VikingsVentline at gmail.com. I do see the invites that come in every week. I got a little bit of a process. I process through all of them and whatnot. Uh, so if you've been a repeat person and I haven't gotten back to you, just keep sending me uh, keep sending me a link every once in a while. I'll certainly get to you uh, and get you on this show every Sunday right here on Purple Daily. I love hearing from Vikings fans. Of course, we do this during the regular season too, uh, right after games with Mackie Judd and myself. So uh, really excited to talk to Ryan and Steven here in just a little bit, uh, but thanks for everyone for making Vikings Ventline happen. This is your show. It's a safe space. Whether you're pro Kirk, anti Kirk, pro Kevin O'Connell, anti Kevin O'Connell, for whatever reason, I don't know why you'd be the latter, uh, but hit me up. It's Vikings at gmail.com. Our course we're sponsored by our friends at Dennis Kirk and Dennis Motorcycle parts and accessories uh, getting closer and closer to riding season here. Uh, whether you're in the Twin Cities or whether you're wherever you are across the country, you can go to DennisKirk.com to pick up some of those motorcycle parts, accessories. However you're riding, make sure it's from our friends at Dennis Kirk. All right, let's get our guys in here. Let's get Ryan in here. Let's get my guy Steven in here. Uh, Steven told me he's in Jersey. Uh, Ryan, where are you calling from?
0: Yeah, so I'm in Phoenix, Arizona.
2: Okay, nice. Uh, what yeah. brought you to being a Vikings fan? Kind
0: of random. So I grew up in Washington, um, didn't have any family members that were Vikings fans. But um, one of my first uh, video games I got on Xbox was NFL 2K2. Randy Moss was on the cover and um, I just started playing with the Vikings, fell in love with Randy Moss. And actually, I was a huge fan of Michael Bennett back in the day, too, although his run didn't last super long. Uh, But ever since then, I've been a loyal Vikings fan.
2: I love it. Uh and Steven, you're in Jersey, so you're holding it down over there. Are there like Vikings watch bars and parties? Like how do you kind of stay afloat with the purple and watching Vikings games all the way over there?
1: You know what? It's uh so there's uh, to answer your question, no, there's not. Um, at least around me. But like no you know, given the internet now we have, you know, you have your your text chains and your WhatsApp, you know, chats where where you have you know, you can't pause a game without getting, you know, you know, everybody around here is a Jets fan. So people like to break my chops when you know, when something happens. So you got to watch live and, you know, thank God for uh, the NFL ticket. So
2: apologies that now Aaron Rodgers is now on your side, sharing the same, you know, zip codes, if you will, with you. So I do apologize if that, you have to deal with that now that he's in your state. Too bad, man. That's too that's, that's rough for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no,
1: it's all right. You know what? All my Jets fans, friends, I mean, they have no idea what they're getting here, but he's, uh, should be good.
2: I love it. Uh, fellas, we're about a week now past, uh, the NFL draft. So the drafts in the books, we've had a kind of a week or so to process it and think on it a little bit. Uh, so I want to talk some draft with you guys here to start off, Ryan, I'm going to start with you. Uh, tell me this, what did you love about the Vikings draft class? Was there a pick? Was there a situation? What did you really like about the Vikings draft class this year?
0: Yeah, I just think overall, I feel like we addressed what we needed to address, You know, I feel like um, getting a wide receiver was a smart choice. Um, Part of me, you know, I was interested in a couple of the cornerbacks like Deontay Banks or Brian Branch. Uh, But I understand just because it was um, a deep corner class. Obviously, the front office has way more research that they do than I I do myself. So I thought it was smart. And then um, getting a lot of young secondary help. um, It kind of seems like we're just stockpiling young, talented Um, you know, cornerbacks, safeties, and we're just going to let them play it out and um, let the cream kind of rise to the top. So I think based on like our secondary um, status that we have now, I think they did a smart move of kind of loading up on that aspect. And then um, just hearing about Jaron Hall before uh, the draft, uh, looking into him and watching his film, you know, I'm excited. Um, I don't know what he's going to be, but it's always good to see a guy that looks good on film a mobile quarterback, uh, someone that looks like they have potential. So I thought overall, I think we addressed um, the needs that, that we had and made the most of the limited picks that we had, too. So personally, I, I like the draft. I don't think I could have been much happier.
2: I love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Jaron Hall pick is the most interesting part, I think, uh, after Jordan Addison, just because it's a quarterback and it's one of the more fun things to talk about. To your point, uh, Addison kind of makes this offense a little bit more deeper. He was being mocked to the Vikings a lot uh, in the pre-mock back draft process. The Vikings obviously interviewed him, too. So not a huge shocker to see him uh, go to the Vikings at pick 23. Steven, what do you think, man? What did you really like about this year's draft yeah. class?
1: You know what? I thought it was like a barbell. Um, you know, I liked Addison up front. You know, I like the UDFAs. I like McBride in the back end. You know, it, it seems to me, I, I don't know, um, like Kwasi gets a little cute with some of these you know, picks in the middle. I mean, I, I understand he's got his own algorithm that he likes to use, you know, to to figure out what the the value of these picks are. But you know, just just be, and by the way, you know, I don't really know, but you know, just based on like some of the you know, kind of the, the the pre-draft rankings of some of these players, I think he stretched in the middle of the draft. Love Addison. I kind of I like what they did with the UDFA's, um, and I like McBride. But you know, I wasn't totally sold. I mean, I, I we didn't address the middle of you know the kind of the guts of the team. So like the offensive line you know certainly you know nose tackle maybe a little bit but um you know i I was i was probably i was probably a little bit more lukewarm than ryan
2: okay and then so in the warts part or in the cons part of this draft so you're kind of looking at a missed opportunity from filling out maybe something in the middle of your offensive line defensive line you probably would have liked to see the Vikings maybe address something in there is that where you wanted to see them kind of fill some of those holes there
1: well, I'm not sure on the top end of the draft you had to address guard or, or center um, right. necessarily. But, you know, it just seems like we're we're, we're razor thin there and, and that there tends to be some injuries there. Who knows what's going on with Brian O'Neill, you know, Brian O'Neill. I mean, it just feels, you know, it just feels like we could have probably done something better. And then, and then addressing, you know, certainly the run, you know, our, our run defense was, was pretty soft last year. So um, I like what they did. Um, it just seems to me like some of the players that they picked may have been a, a stretch where they picked them. Uh, but but again, I know nothing. Right. So I, I'm, I'm trusting a quasi I, my, my, you know, my fear is, is that, you know, he, he like, you know, he hasn't you know, he, he's he's very analytical. And but mm-hmm. sometimes scouting matters a lot. Right. And and player, you know, kind of player development, player selection. And so um, while, while, you know, I'm going to have faith, faith in him because he's our guy, um, you know, based on last year's draft, you kind of have to take a look, you know, take a look and say. I know that's kind of, you know, we haven't really made a decision yet on how the last draft the last draft went, but um, you know, just based on it, it didn't feel like there was any picks in the middle of the draft that, that kind of got you excited in my opinion. I hear ball, you know, you know, you know again, like your fifth round pick, you know, what are you going to expect out of him? Um, you know, but you know, we'll see. Um I, I just thought like the kind of the, the trenches weren't addressed as much as they probably should have been
2: yeah it's an area too that you can't sleep on like it's never a sexy pick to like do defensive tackle and guards and whatnot because they're not playmakers they're not showing up on box scores and statistics and they're not highlight real guys but you need them and Vikings fans kind of have watched the run defense at least to starting on, on that point been run up and down the last few years and the offensive line I feel like is in its best position in a long time but at the same time that's crawling out of the grave of where it's been before so could it be better certainly um and, yeah, I kind of would have – I wouldn't have hated the idea of trying to find maybe another offensive lineman. Sometimes that offensive line could be certainly a little bit better. Uh, Ryan, was there any areas of the draft that you particularly didn't like?
0: Um, not
2: particularly.
0: Um, I would say the one thing I didn't like was not getting Anthony Richardson. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I think based on the cards that we were dealt, you know, I can understand the picks that they made. Um but yeah, going into the draft, of course, it's always exciting to get that young, talented QB. And of course, um, when Will Levis was on the board, myself and you know, watching your guys as uh, a live show, you know, everyone was like, "Let's get, let's, let's get Will Levis!" You know, just do it, get him. And um, I think it's easy to, to do that, but I think for um, it was probably better for the team to just get a solid, what they believed was a solid wide receiver too. Um and not expend a bunch of draft picks to move up to get a player like Anthony Richardson. Um, It's just like deep down, you kind of want to see that just to get like a fresh face at QB and get that potential. But I think um, when it's, when it comes to just building the team and more in the long run, it's probably good that we didn't trade up and get rid of a bunch of draft picks.
2: Um, Yeah. uh,
0: There's nothing in particular that I feel like uh, they missed out on in my opinion.
2: Absolutely. Um, so let, let's go to that quarterback soccer here for just a bit. So, yeah, they take Jaron Hall. Obviously, in front of him is Kirk Cousins, who's entering the last year of his contract. Uh, they kind of look like they're going to let it ride here. They've kicked some void can void years into the future. Um, Kirk was at the podium this week basically saying, I have to go out there and earn it. So he doesn't seem too irked, at least on paper, by the decision. Uh, but what do you guys think? Do you think this is the wise move to kind of let it ride with Kirk? Would you have liked to see? An extension with them? Uh, Ryan, I'll actually, I'll, I'll start with you here. Yeah,
0: I would like to sign him to another three-year extension. Just kidding, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of more so on the boat, personally. Um, I think with Kirk, there's a lot of pros and cons on my end. And I think on every Vikings fan's end, he brings a lot of good things. So, he, you know, he's consistent. Um, He doesn't get hurt. For the most part, he's reliable. He's accurate. He pads the stats. But I, I just feel like at a certain point, it's, um, you know, you just kind of want a fresh face, just like with a good head coach, you kind of want a fresh face. You want a, a young, exciting quarterback. I mean, he's what, 34, 35. So I don't know. Personally, I, I'm ready to let it ride, get something new. Unless, you know, he has a great year, leads us to the NFC championship or um, does something uh, miraculous this year, which you never know could happen based on the leap that he made last year under Kevin O'Connell. Obviously, they have a good bond. And um, it's obviously not the worst thing in the world to have a guy like Kirk. Like a lot of teams would probably love to have a Kirk Cousins on their team. Mm -hmm. But um, I think with myself and probably a lot of other Vikings fans, like I want to get a fresh face a young potential quarterback and uh, I won't get too much into this right now, but I want Trey Lance personally. Like I I really want him on the team. I think a lot of guys think he's a bust, Uh, but personally, I don't think he's done anything to prove that he's a bust. He hasn't went out there and played eight full games and just, you know, thrown tons of picks or played terribly. I think uh, last year he earned the starting spot on the team. They were ready to trade Garoppolo. They looked like they were happy with Trey Lance as a starter. Um, but he got hurt immediately, you know, game two. And then uh, Purdy came in and kind of, you know, uh stole the show. So I think he's um right now would be you could get him at his lowest point, like at a good bargain, unless he does something amazing this year. Um, but I would like to get him on the team. He's twenty two years old. I think he has a lot of upside and um yeah again I think he'd be that fresh face to potentially turn things around and there's definitely a risk with it but I'm open to taking that risk personally. Okay
2: okay. so in on Trey Lance um, I mean I'm in I'm definitely in on the idea of him I I just I don't know if I buy that he's ready to be a legitimate NFL player I just have to see a lot more and and of course you don't really know unless you try so I, I completely understand why the Vikings could take a chance on him I'm kind of out on the camp I'd rather them you know, draft and you know, O'Jaron Hall still is, is probably equal, if not a bigger long shot than Trey Lance's or if they wanted to get take a chance on Anthony Richardson or Will Levis, I kind of would have preferred that route too. So, yeah, I think letting it ride is probably the best move when it pertains back to Kirk, Um, but their long term plan is still kind of up in the air. like this could be, you know, a year from now, if we're doing vent line, obviously still here, we could be talking about them drafting their future guy in the first or second round. Uh Steven, how about you? Are, are you kind of cool with letting Kirk Cousins ride here? Would you like to see an extension? How does that kind of sit with you?
1: Well definitely not an extension. Um uh, I mean I would trade him, honestly. Uh but, you know, I don't like Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback, right? I mean I think, I think everybody can agree with that. Um, but, you know, like we want to win a Super Bowl before we die, right? We don't want to get outclassed in the divisional round every year. Um so so I th- I think, you know, look, I, we're obviously getting younger. I mean, like that's that seems to be the Kind of the 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 motivation of the front office right now, and you know, for Kirk Cousins to win a Super Bowl, you have to have a full team. You need to have the Philadelphia Eagles roster, right? So, you know, can we build that in the next you know you know four years while he's still a a, a viable quarterback? Probably not. Um, And so, like, just by giving an extension, we're going to just we'll probably just stay in purgatory, and we're going to win you know between seven and ten games, and we're going to get the 18th pick, and we're going to have to you know like. Give away our, our our future draft picks or f- future draft capital in order to to move up in the draft to get a, a franchise quarterback. So, you know, you know, you didn't add, you didn't that wasn't you know option C was was trading him today. But you know, I do think you let him ride this year, you give him a chance, and you know the offense should be great. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully Flores should you know could fix it. you. Know, you never know, right? This is a crazy league, but we're Vikings fans, right? So we we understand we understand that like you, you, there's not really lightning in a bottle that you can catch in that regard. So. Um, definitely not an extension, you know, let him ride out this year. Seems like a great dude. I mean, he seems like a really good guy. Um, but, you know, I, I think if we're really trying to take the next step forward and, and advance, you know, to the later rounds of the playoffs, you know, we have to, it's it's probably not Trey Lance, you know, may, you know, it, it's probably not, you know, it could not, it might not be a rookie, but we have to clean up the draft. You know, we have to, we have to get somebody in that we're comfortable with, but the weapons are there and they're young, right? So, so there is some runway here. But I, you know, I don't want a forty-year-old Kirk Cousins on the roster who we're paying forty-five million dollars to. Do. So, just wondering. your uh,
2: your Eagles comparison is a good one, right? Like that's what they did with Jalen Hurts. They have built up that entire damn roster. I mean, Jesus, they they had another killer of a draft at least on paper. They did last week, and they were on the doorstep of winning a Super Bowl last season. So, um, can you find a rookie guy, whether that's Jaron Hall or whoever that is, build out the rest of the roster with elite playmakers and smart drafting and savvy trades for AJ Brown, et cetera? I mean. I know Vikings fans aren't the biggest Eagles cheerleaders and nor should they be, but I mean, they kind of laid out that blueprint. Now they're going to pay them. They're paying Jalen Hurts. They gave him a big, big contract. And you know, those cap hits aren't as daunting as other cap hits have been for highly paid quarterbacks. But yeah, what the Eagles did with Jalen Hurts building around him, what the chiefs have done, you know, obviously trading up for Pat Mahomes. That's also you know maybe a more realistic solution too, where that's a good roster that was going to the playoffs and was, flirting with nine, 11 wins for a lot of years with Alex Smith. And then they trade up and get their guys. So, you know, there's definitely a lot of blueprints. I think the Vikings or Kwesi or whoever wants to do it can copy or manipulate to make it their own. Um, but I'm kind of with both you guys. I think you let it ride with Kirk, see where it takes you, whether that's classic Vikings and it's nine and eight, maybe it's another magic carpet ride where it's 13 wins and hopefully a deeper playoff run this time. Um, I don't think the Vikings are obviously bad enough to to be in a situation where they're just terrible where they're picking in the top 10 barring injuries right like if Kirk Cousins plays 16 games 17 games and the Vikings only win four or five games well something else went like drastically wrong or or everything that was bad luck went your way which i feel like already happened to the Vikings a few years ago so really interesting stuff uh from from where the Vikings want to go with Kirk
1: Mother's Day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile
2: uh boys off-season moves so far what what have been the favorite moves in the off-season I know it hasn't been like fireworks and whatnot handing out big contracts but Ryan what have you uh liked from the Vikings off-season so far
0: yeah I mean nothing's been um great you know extremely exciting um you know I, I like some of the pickups um the, the new cornerback what was his name from Arizona Byron Murphy, Murphy. Byron Murphy, yep, so I think he'll be good. Marcus Davenport, I mean, they have potential. At least Davenport has potential, but he seems to be injury-prone. Um, obviously, number one um, favorite thing would be Aaron Rodgers leaving as well. You know, I'm glad he's out of there. That wasn't a Vikings move, but obviously we're going to benefit tremendously. So I'm going to be so happy to play the Packers and hopefully just stomp them without him. And then, um, obviously, I would say Brian Flores. You know, like when you can get someone who is a – you know, legitimate head coach to be your defensive coordinator after the defense has been trashed the last couple of years. Um, And especially after how kind of boring it was last year, just nothing exciting going on, hardly any blitzes. Just the um, idea of him coming in, taking over and, um, you know, mixing up the blitz packages and bringing some excitement to the defense. um, I think that's hands down, you know, our best move, you know, thus far because I think that is one thing with Mike Zimmer, right? Uh, He kind of fizzled out his last couple of years, but you kind of take for granted watching guys um, do unique things on defense, watching blitzes, uh, putting, you know, Kendricks and Harrison Smith, you know, up the, you know, a gap. Um, So I'm excited to get back, get back to that, especially after (laughs) last year. So I would say uh, Brian Flores is probably the biggest thing on my end.
2: Yeah. It kind of feels like the highlight piece, at least so far, because they had such limited cap space and they just naturally weren't going to be big spenders that hopefully Flores can come in here and kind of turn around this defense. That's been struggling a lot over the last few years, even dating back to the end of Mike Zimmer. Uh, Stephen, how about you? What did you really like about the soft season?
1: Well, I mean, I think the easy answer is like getting rid of at, Don, at Donatel. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, that's, that's, it's kind of the the counter argument to the, the the Flores. I thought, you know, it was like, I think we're all hoping and we've seen turnarounds and defenses, you know, with with just coaching and and strategy, Um, you know, but that aside, just in terms of person, you know, personnel, I think getting younger and 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 thinking, you know, more towards. I didn't didn't like the move of pushing cap space into 2024, you know, which which they did a little bit. Um, You know, I thought we were well positioned to to really have, you know, it was like over 100 million dollars in cap space next year. We've we've limited that a little bit. But um, you know, I think just getting younger, getting you know, getting faster, and then you know, looking back at the at last year's draft and figuring out if any of these guys are players, you know, it's important. So it doesn't really jive well with like keeping Kirk on the roster, um, you know, you know. But we can't keep pushing contracts into the future, and it's it, it makes it difficult. So so getting younger, getting faster, and then opening up cap cap space, I think, is what the best thing that Kwesi's done this offseason
2: absolutely yeah i think getting younger is important i'm with you that i i thought that they were kind of positioning themselves to be big spenders a year from now and now you've kind of taken you know some of that piece of pie away to to make things a little easier on you for 2023 so i would have liked to see them kind of keep as much money and at at, you know resources in the bank if you will to try to make a big splash in 2024 but that's all good too i mean the vikings still have a pretty good roster so it wasn't there wasn't really expected of them to just completely leave it completely open and and be bad again and or be bad for the first time in 2023 before you try to get good again in 2024 so I get the thought process I'm kind of with uh, Ryan that I think Brian Flores is the thing that I like the most so far can he just scheme and tweak things a little bit differently here and, and make this defense look respectable again uh, which it hasn't looked in now obviously years so should be an exciting year fellas uh, boys before we wrap up do you have any final takes? Do you have any uh shout outs you want to give here on Vikings line
0: No particular shout outs. Uh no Vikings fans in my family. I just gotta shout you out for letting me on. That's it.
2: Oh, Ryan, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Steven, Thanks how sir. about you, dude? <laughs> yeah, mean I'd like to thank my uh
1: the Jersey Shore Fantasy Football League because they, they make me feel <laughs> they they improve my self esteem every year. Um but uh no, thank you. I, I appreciate what you guys do here and um you know we're looking forward to an interesting Interesting uh, next couple months for the Vikings.
2: Absolutely, boys. Thank you for coming on Vikings Ventline. Appreciate it. Some great takes here. If you want to get into, if you're watching this and you haven't been on Vikings Ventline before, shoot me a note. It's VikingsVentline at gmail.com. Would love to talk to as many Vikings fans as possible here. Well, this will air every Sunday throughout the off season with yours truly on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. So we appreciate it. Uh, hit that subscribe button. Daily Minnesota Vikings Entertainment back at full strength on Monday.